Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody on Educated Economist here. So I'm going to leave a link down in the description for you guys. Larry Summers has basically saying that the Fed has lost their way, can't figure it out, don't know what they're doing. And this is like a common narrative going on out there, like the Fed has lost control. And mainly it's due to the high inflation and the fact that they didn't lift interest rates sooner to combat inflation. But they weren't trying to combat inflation. They were trying to get inflation. We know this from the Federal Reserve speech that we covered the other day. The one that I keep referring back to, monetary policy strategies for a low neutral interest rate world. So while people continue to talk about the Federal Reserve and how they have missed the mark and lost their way and don't know what they're doing and, you know, basically is wrong, they're doing exactly what they said they were going to do. Listen to this part of the speech. He's talking about the different options to deal with the fact that they had a low neutral interest rate. I guess I should explain that. Low neutral interest rate. That's when the Fed funds rate is so low that dropping of interest rates is no longer an effective tool for stimulating the economy. Typically, the Federal Reserve would want to drop the Fed funds rate around 5%. This would get people out there borrowing money to buy houses and cars and go on vacation. But the Fed's funds level was too low to drop it 5% without running into the lower bound of zero. And although a lot of other nations have gone into negative interest rates on their, on their policies, the Federal Reserve and a lot of economists out there don't necessarily feel that that is an effective tool for dealing with your with the economy. And you can just go and look at those nations that have gone into negative interest rates and it's not like they're really killing it, right? They're not doing quite well. So going into negative interest rates still has a questionable theory behind it on whether or not that is going to be an acceptable way of stimulating the economy. Now, in this speech, he talked about three different ways to combat inflation or to deal with the interest rates, the low interest rates. Now, the Fed funds level, this is a target rate, the Fed funds rate. It's just a number that they wrote on the wall saying this is what we're shooting for. It doesn't have an exact method for achieving that, except that they use like the repo facility, like the standing repo facility, and the interest on excess reserves. See, typically, when the Federal Reserve would want to mess around with them Fed funds rate and either raise or lower them, they would buy and sell reserves and treasuries off the big banks. So at the end of the day, the big banks, like the JP Morgans, Goldman Sachs, these type, they would have, some of them would have excess reserves and some of them would be in need of reserves. The ones who had excess reserves would lend them to the ones who, who were in need of reserves. And that lending rate, that overnight lending rate was the effective fund rate. That's how they came up with it. Now, that was a limited reserve system. This is what they used years ago. And they would buy and sell those treasuries, those reserves. They would take, they would mess with those on the big banks to achieve that appropriate level to have that overnight lending rate be the Fed funds level. All right, I hope I explained that correctly. That has now moved. They don't do it that way because now we have this abundant reserve system where all these banks are just loaded up with reserves. 
So they had to figure out another way to adjust that Fed funds level. And now they do it with the standing repo facility, which used to be just a kind of like a safety. So if things got kind of out of whack, they would have this facility that they could buy treasuries with or take money, take cash and hand out treasuries. And they do this kind of like overnight swapping with it. So this standing repo facility, this is like the floor. Like this is as cheap of an interest rate as you're gonna get. It's very low, but it gives a place for people who have excess cash, like money market funds, these big banks, a place to put this cash. Like if you have too much cash, what do you do with it, right? That's kind of an odd thing to think about having too much cash, but it does happen. So they need a place to park this cash, especially like money market funds. If they don't have a place to put this cash, they end up going negative, which is called breaking the buck, where they don't have enough like money in their in their accounts to pay their money market holders. I don't know if I explained that right, but essentially the money markets need to find some place to get a little tiny bit of interest from the cash that is deposited with them. And it needs to be quick cash because that's what money markets are is like the closest place to cash that you can put your money without actually having to go into an investment. Like if you buy a treasury bond or something like that, you have to wait for maturity to get your get it back or sell it. And if interest rates go, go up and the price of the bond goes down, you could end up taking a loss if you have to get out of it quickly without waiting for maturity. So anyway, bringing it back to the Fed funds level, the interest on excess reserves is like as much, like that would be like the last highest place that you could get to before taking the money from the Federal Reserve and lending it out to like you, me, or another bank or something like that. The overnight lending rate or the lending facility, that creates like the floor. So you have like these two levels that the Fed funds level is gonna land in between. So they can adjust the excess, the return on excess reserves, or they can adjust like how much the repo facility is paying. And hopefully that channel that they create there will create the Fed funds level. All right, so I hope I explained all that correctly. The problem with it is now is that the interest rate, the Fed funds level, that is a low neutral interest rate. If, or I mean the interest, let me straight. The neutral rate is the rate that is no longer accommodating nor restricting the economy. And that is very low. They don't know exactly where it is, somewhere between one and a half, two and a half percent. There's a lot of debate on where it's at right now. The inflation that we have experienced, the price inflation that we have experienced throughout the economy, that lifts that 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 neutral rate, but we don't know exactly how far. <clears throat> in the speech, um, John Williams was had given back in November of 2018, was saying that that's what the typical neutral rate would have been, two and a half percent. But he's saying that it could be somewhere between like zero and one and a half percent now. So we don't know where it is. Is it one and a half percent? Is it two and a half percent? Is it two percent? Maybe it's a little over two and a half percent. Nobody excuse me, nobody quite knows exactly where that neutral rate is. But there is gonna come a point where they are going to achieve that neutral rate where they're no longer restricting nor accommodating the economy. But it's really funny, not necessarily funny like, you know, laughing at it, but it's funny how they go about talking about the target rate. Like, how are they gonna achieve this? Now there's a number, this is what he says. There is a number, this is coming right out of the speech, right? A number of alternative monetary policy frameworks have been proposed that aim to tackle the, pro the problems associated with the lower bound on interest rates. Although they differ in many ways, it is useful to divide these proposals into three broad categories. 
First option is to maintain the basic framework of inflation targeting, which they don't do anymore, right? They used to have a 2% target that they would shoot for. That's, that's moved. They don't do that. But he's saying this is a possibility. <clears throat> um, let's see here. Target, uh, targeting and relying on a combination of aggressive, conventional, and unconventional policy actions when facing economic downturns to limit the deleterious effects of the lower bound. This carries with it the risk that inflation expectations become anchored at too low a level. So that's pretty much the quantitative easing from one, two, three, and four, all from the last decade or whatever. That's pretty much how he's describing. That's what he's saying. It's just like we had this like kind of conventional, unconventional. We dropped the interest rates as low as they would go. We're shooting for a 2% target, and that kind of failed. I mean, the, basically, option one didn't do very well. He doesn't say that. I'm saying that, but that's how it reads here is that, you know, this carries with it the risk that inflation expectations becomes anchored to low level. And that's what they ended up with, right? The 2% target was under that 2% target for most of the last decade. Okay, the second option. The second option is average inflation targeting, whereby the central banks purposefully aim to achieve an above target inflation rate in good times when the lower bound is not constrained. Properly designed and implemented, such an overshoot can offset the inflation undershoot during bad times. So the long-run average inflation rate and inflation expectations are in line with the target. Now that sounds a lot more like what's going on today. And he talks about the third option. The third option is a price-level targeting, including various offshoots such as nominal GDP, GD, good Lord, GDP targeting and temporary price-level targeting. In such a regime, central banks commit to keeping the price level near a steady growing target path. Like average inflation targeting, this strategy promises to overshoot the target inflation rate in good times to make up for the inflation undershoot when policy is not constrained. So it sounds to me like they were going to allow inflation to run extra hot, extra long for an extended period of time on purpose to make up for the fact that they did not have the 2% target that they were re shooting for. They were under that the entire time. So now we think about like what all these economists are saying, that they failed, they missed it, they missed the mark, they're way over their 2% target. That's not what they were going for. They're going for an average inflation. And now you have to think, if they truly did miss the mark, let's say they did, let's say like inflation's running out of control, they failed to lift the interest rate soon enough, the, tar the average inflation rate is now gonna be far exceeding the 2%, even though like it hadn't achieved the 2% target for the last 10 years. But let's say the inflation is so bad right now that the average is now up above that 2% target or that 2% average target. Let's assume that's happening right now. So as the Federal Reserve goes to lift interest rates and the economy starts to stumble, if the average inflation rate is still above the 2% target, we could see continual increase in interest rates even though we are going into recession because the Federal Reserve will keep the interest rates up in bad times. All right, didn't he say it? Um, properly designed and implemented, such an overshoot can offset inflation undershoot during bad times, so the long-run average inflation rate and inflation expectations are in line with the target. Inflation expectations. So now, how are you going to get the people to believe that there is not going to be inflation going into the future? You have to have interest rates incredibly high 
during a recession and people are gonna go like, holy moly, the inflation expectation that we had, that interest rates are gonna, or that inflation is going to continue to run high into the future, gets wiped out. That's what they're looking for. So that the average long run inflation lands with the target. Until people start believing that the average inflation rate is around 2% or is low, we are going to see the interest rates, the Fed funds level, that's going to continue to stay elevated even if we go into a downturn in the economy. See, a lot of people just think, soon as the soon as the economy turns and we have like massive unemployment and all these people start getting laid off and businesses and bankruptcies start going out of business and bankruptcies are all over the place, when people start feeling that is going to be the case going into the future, then you might start seeing the average inflation targeting change the way the Federal Reserve is conducting their monetary policy with the lifting of interest rates. But if they can lift interest rates and people think that there's inflation coming, then they're gonna just keep right on in, in lifting the interest rates, regardless of what happens to the economy. But if people have that perception, the inflation expectation is still high, they're just gonna keep running it right on up. So that's what I feel is going to happen. We are going to see a downturn in the economy and the Federal Reserve continue to lift interest rates in order to get that average 2% due to the inflation expectation. You know, this is, this is something kind of odd to think about. Like, you're gonna see high interest rates during a time when the Federal Reserve would typically wanna drop interest rates. Just like we saw the, inf the interest rates like staying low during a time when we saw inflation taking off. Typically the Fed would wanna combat that, but they didn't do it right away. They kept the interest rates low while the inflation was taken off. So inflation is starting to drop unless the expectation changes dramatically. Even if the inflation starts to come down, if it doesn't reach that target, they're gonna keep the inflation or the Federal Reserve funds rate at an, an, at an elevated level. Did I say that right? They're gonna keep interest rates high during bad times. That's what I'm gonna say. All right, uneducated economists, you let me know.